Okay. So I noticed you have some free time. Yes. So why don't we spend it together? And this week I would like to talk about why I didn't post um, last week and why, well, yeah, why I didn't post last week, I guess, really, um, and some other stuff that's going on. And so I've been doing this podcast for almost like half a year now, I think. <laughs> Good lord, it doesn't feel like it's been half a year. Hold on, I'm going to double check to make sure that it's been like half a year, because a year is 52 weeks, about, get up my files, I've been doing it for, well, these sorts by, Leonardo okay, so I've been doing it for like two last episode was 20 seconds, episode one says it was 52, technically 26 is like half a year, so I've been doing it for like five months now, I believe, not 100% sure, uh, that's just a guess off the top of my head, and so I've done it every week, and I enjoy doing it every week, but last week, since we've been in the middle of a global pandemic, I, um, I needed a break, not from, not from doing the podcast because I like the podcast, but I needed a break from like everything. <laughs> um, so I went and visited some family members, and that's why I um, wasn't recording because I felt that it was rude to record in someone else's house. But if it wasn't, well, if I didn't consider it rude, I would have. But I just didn't seem very fitting, and they don't have a guest room, so I had to sleep on the couch, and um, yeah, so <laughs> I just I didn't want to do that to the people I was I was staying with. And speaking of the people I was I was staying with, they have a dog, and his name is George. He's adorable. Um, he's my aunt's dog, and, um, he is a golden doodle, too, but, um, <laughs> um, this was the first time that Knight was able to interact with another dog. For all of you who do not know, Knight is my mini golden doodle. He's a red one, and my, um, aunt's is a golden one, like, yellow. <laughs> so, and he's full grown, so there's a big difference between them. <laughs> and I was actually anxious about how George would handle meeting my dog, because I used to visit my aunt a lot when I was younger, and George has been dating me throughout the entirety of it, and he's quite a protective dog, so, and he really loved me. <laughs> he's actually one of the reasons that I wanted a Golden Doodle, not so that I could have a mini him, but just because I know the breed is very well, um, it's 
a very good breed, and I really want the long neck neck. And it's good for my situation, except the smaller one. <laughs> um, but anyway, so I was really concerned that when he met Knight, he would go ballistic. <laughs> like, I was afraid that he would... <laughs> I was afraid that he would attack him. I, I, I just was. He wasn't ever a... What's the word? He wasn't a an aggressive dog. George wasn't. But the thing is... <laughs> whenever he did have playdates, because I was at the house once when George had a playdate, I noticed he got more like roughhousing. And I was concerned that Knight may take that roughhousing for aggression and try to attack him. And I mean, I can't, I wasn't certain because, you know, that's just how humans are. You don't know until you get there. But my prediction was that they would not be friends. I didn't think they would be friends because... Knight loves me too much, and George loves me too much, and just, <laughs> that's kind of a bad thing when it comes to um, dogs, because they haven't known each other for the entirety of when they've been alive, and I know sometimes whenever... Whenever a dog gets jealous, it can get aggressive. So I didn't want them to become aggressive since they were jealous of moi. And <laughs> to be honest, I never thought I would have to worry about some a living being being jealous over me for someone else's for the being's own safety. Even if it isn't human beings, at least Gives me a little confidence because at least something is jealous about me. But anyway, <laughs> um, yeah. So that was my main concern. And my dog Knight, he poops in the car all the time. Like he has his own little puke blanket that he pukes on, <laughs> that I make him puke on because I don't want him puking everywhere else in the car. It's an absolute atrocity if he does. <laughs> but, so he puked like two to three times whenever we were, um, you know, <laughs> when we were driving. Well, I, well, yeah, we were driving there. And, um, when we got there, I got him out, I took, I put him on his harness, and so, George was already in the backyard and everything, so I was like, okay, this is good, so he's contained, and he can see Knight, but he can't, like, touch him, because he's in the yard, and they can see each other through the gate, and if something happens, I can pull him back, that's good, that's good. So, they looked at each other through the gate for a little bit, and Knight was... He's a little scared boy. Um, so, uh, yeah, he was, he's a very timid boy at heart. 
to be honest, whenever I first saw him, he was just the most timid boy. I, I'm not, I can't stress that enough. If you met him, it would, you'd be like, how is, how, how is this dog so wild when y'all aren't, well, when you aren't with him, or when you are with him and other people aren't. Because whenever, whenever no one else is around, when it's just us, he's like, he is, he's extremely out there. He, he, <laughs> he loves attention all the time. He's absolutely the cutest dog in the world, but whenever other people come around, he just gets so spooky. I don't know why. It's just part of his timid nature. I guess he's just but, um, anyway, he was just really cute. I'm sorry, this isn't as high quality of a podcast as it goes back to the flow of how things used to be, because it's been a couple of weeks. Well, technically, like, two weeks since I've done it, so, you know, that's why. Um, yeah, so they were at the fence looking at each other and everything. And they were smelling each other through the fence, even though Knight was semi-backing up with his tail behind his legs. And George was being extremely jumpy. I mean, he usually was. Whenever I would go and visit him, he would always try and jump and hug me. Not like hump, hug he always did that, even though his, well, my aunt never really approved of it, or, well, my aunt didn't care as much as my uncle did. He didn't like it, and, I mean, that's completely understandable. I just don't really care either. I just, it's it's just a dog, I don't think. <laughs> um, so, anyways... Uh, I decided, I was like, okay, I will let someone else hold Knight on the other side of the fence while I go in and greet George. So I went in and greeted George, and I was like, you know, because every time I used to greet him, I would give him all the attention. I felt ba- I always feel bad for my aunt or my cousins or my uncle because I would always give the dog more attention. I, 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 I do feel bad about that. But... He just always had all my attention at first, and then when he was content with me giving him all the pets, then, um, then he would be fine, and he'd be like, I'll get one, chill, one, chill, one, chill, chill, guys. Um, anyway, so he wasn't really calming down, and it wasn't like an aggressive thing, it's just because he was very, um, weirded out that there was another dog there, because we used to, well, my family used to have a black dog that was a Yorkie Poo, but he passed, so if anyone in my family bought a dog, it was always the black dog. It wasn't uh, Knight. So he was also excited to see another dog. Um, and then my aunt decided, they were, like, she, well, she was like, yeah, I should probably put on his um, 
collar and leash so that they can greet and sniff each other's butts safely. So she did that, and um, <laughs> my dog was just extremely, extremely timid when they met each other. Like George wasn't being aggressive, which that made me very happy. He wasn't. He was just being very forward, trying to sniff. Um, and I'm very glad the knight didn't retaliate or anything like that, but they didn't hurt each other or anything. Maybe hurt Knight psychologically, but that's about it. <laughs> um, and he was able to have a three-room backyard. I can tell you my aunt, she has a big backyard, and it's all fenced in, so I was really excited for my little dog to be able to um, roam free because I don't have a fenced-in backyard to be a puppy hunter. And so he's never had that experience before since we pretty much shut down all the dog hunters because the animals where they are eat all the animals. So that was his first experience with that. And so he roamed around. He didn't roam that far. He he was within like a foot or five from me at all times. And it's not because I forced him to. It's because he just didn't feel comfortable with me going around him. Which I don't understand. Still not understanding enough of that. And so I let him. Well, we stayed out there for a while and were catching up. Well, I was catching up with the. Um, with my family members and um, um, sorry my brain I'm very tired not feeling the best um, yeah I was talking with my family and so we decided to go inside and everything and my dog was just trying to get used to how comfortable we were in there. He only ended up having an accident there once, I believe. Yeah, he accidentally pooped in there once, which that was great for him. And I think the reason he pooped in there was because George was trying to not let him poop outside because tried to poop would point one at him, but not like aggressively. Just like, hey, what are you doing right now? Like, what are you doing? And so I eventually saw that and got George's attention so that he could poop in there. But he didn't have any other accidents after that. And the first night we were there, I know you're not supposed to be with the dog when it's young in the crate, because that's just supposed, that just just make the dog whine more because I I understand that. I had to do that for the first night he was home. However, I care about my loved ones, so I don't want them having to go through that. So I was like, hey guys, I can sleep on the couch and I don't have to just, well, technically they didn't have a guest bedroom, but um, they had a room where one of the members family members slept in and they were like oh I'll sleep on the couch and I was like no no it's fine just sleep on my couch I don't mind and they 
used to be sunglasses, and so they have two different places for their couches, and I put night in one of the areas, and so I was like, you know what, fine, I'll let y'all try and go to bed, and if he keeps barking for more than 15 minutes, then we're going back down there so y'all can sleep, okay? And so they were like, oh, whatever, alright, but I doubt he'll bark that long. They severely underestimate how how much he barks. So the first night I had him, he barked for like two hours straight. And then barked every 30 minutes for the rest of the night. That's when I was like, it's about time. Um, but so after 15 minutes, they were like, our time will get him just a little bit longer than that. I'm like, alright, whatever. <laughs> um, so I went down there and I had to do like breathing exercises with my own dog <laughs> I'm not kidding because he was so upset that I was down there and he w- I wouldn't let him out of the crate because he was in a strange place but I had to, I knew I had to get him to stay in the crate so that he could learn he wouldn't be alone in certain places at least not by my side like he can stay in his even though I'm away from him. Y'all get what I mean? Like, physically he is alone, but mentally he is not alone by his side. So I was just trying to get that, and he kept barking and barking and barking. So after about, like, two to three minutes of him still barking, even though I came downstairs, because usually when I come downstairs, he'll he'll stop barking because he realizes, oh, she's down there. But he must have been extremely scared because he was in that place. So I had to sit next to his crate and do breathing exercises. So this is what I would do. I Well, I got a pillow and then I laid down right next to his crate. And I started going like this. every now and then I would just go like for a really long time and I'm not kidding you when I said I probably did that for like half an hour to like 45 minutes because he was livid that I left him to go upstairs in another place and but still that and, um, <laughs> so, after that, he was pretty good. Um, he finally fell asleep after, like, 30 to 45 minutes, and I was able to actually sleep on his couch on the floor, and I very quietly moved myself there. And, um, the next day, um, they were getting along a little bit better, not... George was being protective, like I assumed. He kept on trying to walk in front of me, which is a sign of dominance in the dog, because he's trying to know that he's more dominant than my dog when it comes to me. And so I'd be like, you know, that's not right. (laughs) So I would pet him, and I would haul over the knife so I could pet him too. And George never, um, never growled when this he just kept trying to get in front of me and I would tell him no it's you're not you're not dominant 
it's okay. And luckily, George is a very well-trained dog, and he was like, I don't like this. Well, he obviously he can't say, I don't like this. Um, but by his mannerisms and body movements, this I acquired that he did not like that I was involving Knight and saying that he was an equal to George, but um, he respected what I was doing, that type of deal. <laughs> um, so he would let me do that and everything, and so I was just trying to do it to prove him like I was right <laughs> type of deal. Um, he was annoyed I wouldn't give him all of my attention at all times to do homework and everything. And I mean, usually I would do that, but he would be the only dog in the house. But there's night, so I can take care of both of them. Well, I mean, technically I have to take care of both of them, but I don't have to when I'm not a wizard. So at least I can do that. <laughs> um, so that's about how the entire second day went, because that entire day was me just trying to get them to coexist peacefully. They never fully played while I was there. Um, they either barked at each other or they just weighed down in different places. <laughs> they, they didn't get along. They just coexisted. Um, an example of that is whenever I went to lay down on the couch. Because what else are we going to do in quarantine? And um, usually... Whenever I laid down on the couch, I would have George take up the half of the couch whenever I visited my aunt. But, um, since Knight was there, George couldn't lay out like a person, because he's a full-grown golden doodle, not a mini golden doodle like Knight is. So, George sat, well, laid down at the feet of my, at, at the feet of the chair, because it was recliner. And then Knight decided to lay up on my lap and everything. So I had two dogs on me. <laughs> um, that was quite the dream. It was because I've always wanted to have two dogs. <laughs> because at least they have a buddy for each other. But, you know, can't do that right now. So it was nice to feel that while I could but I'd say that was the best coexistence they had together um, George would kind of keep Knight in check with some things and I like that because Knight used well he still goes bonkers whenever it's just us and um, whenever George sensed that Knight was trying to, like, misbehave in some sort of way, or just in general be crazy, um, he would be like, stop it. <laughs> There's no use in that. He's an older dog. He's older than Knight, so he has no right. There's no use in that. Just, just stop it. <laughs> so I really like that, but unfortunately, George isn't with me right now, so I can't have him do that, but next time I visit, I will definitely and, um, I really liked that I didn't have to watch Knight as much, because George was watching him, because 
I wouldn't leave the fight alone with George if I didn't trust George, because after I saw how he reacted the first day that I got there, I didn't think that George would want me to join him again. At least, like, not physically. Maybe a little psychologically, but he wouldn't want me physically, and I don't think it would harm him in the long run. It's just kind of telling him, like, oh yeah, you're not the only dog in the world. That type of deal. Um, and a side note, I don't like that he gained from George, is that before he went to George's, he never put his leg up when he peed, and George puts his leg up when he pees, but Knight doesn't always put his leg up when he pees, but sometimes when we go on a walk, he'll um, put his leg up when he pees, and that is very That was the second win, and the third win George went to the Oscars, so Knight was able to be at the house for the festival, and I think Knight did really well with other people, because he didn't have to only get attention from me, <laughs> or the person who lives with me all the time. Yes, he had five options, and um, he stuck particularly to the mountains, and um, one of my cousins loves to play Ouija, and the Ouija club, they love to play Ouija more than I ever did, um, and so Knight would go up to him and sit by his Ouija computer and get committed by him. Get killed in Fortnite. Um, and then, whenever George went for his haircut, uh, Knight was able to be in the backyard with him. And George was ecstatic about that. Because that means he cares about the animals. And if you aren't already familiar with a human person, a human is when a dog or a cat or some pet has like a random burst of energy and just absolutely sprints. <laughs> I had a bunny do that once and I had my dog do that. I've heard of cats doing it as two, so but George I don't think he ever has. But Knight definitely has it and he was in a free range backyard where he could just run to his heart's content and that was very cute sight to see him just enjoying himself running around. And he was a little more insane while George wasn't there, but he was a tone down version of it because they were still little people. But anyways, um, and then he left, and then and then I left, and um, he got his hair done. Also, if you would like to see his hairdo, um, go to at one night before Christmas. The one is numerical on Instagram, and you can find his um 
stickers and stuff. And it'll be in the description as well if you want to go check out my Instagram. Which, to be fair, I put it in all the descriptions because everyone deserves to go see a little Bobbo whenever they want to. Even if you don't like the Bobbo. But, anyway, yeah, that's basically why I wasn't... I didn't do a podcast last week, and I could have scheduled one, yes, but, um, it was very sporadic. I didn't plan to go visit them last week, just on, because, I don't know, I was like, I need to take my time and get this stuff done, because it was so monotonous during quarantine, and so it was kind of like a burst of if I have stuff planned, I will plan out um, episodes, but if things are going to be sporadic, then I may not have an episode planned out. But, you know, it is the first time like in half a year, so I'm still busy. <laughs> Anywho, Technically, I didn't plan for the first half. It just happened. And usually things just happen when I continue talking about it. I don't particularly have anything. So, you know, whatever. That's fine. I don't know if I've talked about this already. Or not. But I've said that I've played Minecraft in the past. And since we've been in I heard that there was a new thing in Minecraft that I want to experience. And I I never played it, or I haven't played it, because I'm kind of disappointed. I'm you know, not saying it's a bad game, because I have not played it. I cannot fully judge it from a gaming perspective, but what I can ju- judge it from is first reactions, and the first reaction to it, it's kind of bland, (laughs) because it's basically any RPG ever, (laughs) which, you know, that's almost a little bit strange, Um, is it MMO or RPG? Whatever, it's one of those. Um, it's either an MMO or an RPG. I don't know. Here, hold on. It's Minecraft Dungeons and Dragons. It's called Dungeons. It's the genre that it's under is a dungeon crawler. But I don't, I don't know. In my brain, my opinion, it's like an RPG or an MMORPG. Whatever you prefer. It's basically where you go around and you fight monsters and things and you battle up equipment. That's literally it. 
at least from my first impressions, okay? Um, those are from, like, literally one trailer. <laughs> I have not seen many. And, um, I don't really see the purpose in it. I don't, it's not an infinite game, I don't believe. I don't think you can keep going forever. I think it has a set storyline, and when you're done, you're done. That's the thing I don't like about it, because in original Minecraft, you just keep going. <laughs> you continue the story. I mean, you technically don't have to. You can do whatever you want. I don't like this because you have to do X, Y, or X, Y, or B. A, B, C, I don't know. You have to do certain things because it has a storyline. But I don't like that. I mean, I like whenever a game has a storyline, but I also like the sandbox feature of Hey, when you're done, you know, you can screw around and have fun all you want, that type of deal. But I know this game isn't made particularly for, you know, being a sandbox. It's made so that you it's so that it's a dungeon, basically. <laughs> it's made so that you have a storyline. But I just don't think Minecraft's the best to do that because when you hear the word Minecraft, you think of a sandbox game, not of an RPG MMO that has a storyline and is definite. I think they should have named it something different. <laughs> and, you know, they could have used similar ideas from Minecraft, like um, the illagers and everything. Just don't have to say it's in the Minecraft store at that point, because it's not, really. I haven't seen any mention of the Ender Dragon one in the comments or anything, but it just seems like it doesn't have to be all blocky, you know, if, if you're going for an entirely different storyline and an entirely different way of playing, what's the point in it being blocky? I mean, yes, that's good for Well, I mean, that's how the world works. It works off of blocks. I like to think that it's better than that. Because um, I used to play it so much. And I don't enjoy that. Because I think, honestly, I'm not saying I think Ginger makes a really bad game. Because I bet as an MMO or RPG in of itself, it's probably really good. And it has probably a good background. And story and game mechanics. Probably. I don't know. Um, I just don't think it's fit in the Minecraft universe, really. I really don't. I just don't. <laughs> um, because uh, I feel like I don't know. I don't know. It's just it's very different. has never been a definite game. It's always been a world kind of being in a space because you can walk around. But when the world isn't at your fingertips, it's like, what's, what's the use, really? I don't know. 
Anywho, um, I also find it interesting how Minecraft basically died and resurfaced <laughs> because it, um, Ugh, yawn. Um, because it basically. Like, 2016, 2015, I think? I don't know exactly. Um, I just remember. Well, I don't remember, per se. I, um. I used to watch Minecraft stuff as well. Um, does anyone. I used to watch her Oasis series when I was younger, and that was just an absolute, that just reminds me of childhood, and I don't remember what, but like after the Oasis series is whenever Minecraft started kind of dying off, and she made it like a hundred plus episodes, so it was, it was a while, <laughs> and then I think she made series called Cloud Nine, but that was kind of like trying to hold on to Minecraft. And I'm not saying it was a bad thing, it was just a good idea. I think I don't think I watched all of them because I think there's a lot of series that just ended after Minecraft. Then whenever PewDiePie just killed everybody, boom. It reminds me of the entire Minecraft I feel different ways about having them all because I did play it for nostalgia and um, I don't like some of the dates. Controversial opinion. I, I don't. I don't like it. Uh, for all those of you who have not played it, and um, here, here's an example. The combat mechanic. I don't like it. I don't like how they changed that mechanic because Back in my day, whenever I used to play it, let's say you were fighting a zombie. Whenever you, whenever you went to go hit a zombie to, you know, kill it and get the lock flesh or whatever, um, you would tap and then you would immediately hit the zombie and then you hit tap again and immediately hit it. But there was an update. I don't what version there was an update on. I just remember the last time I played it was real quick. Where when you tap it, you have to wait a certain amount of time before you can tap it again or else you'll do less damage to it. And I absolutely hate that mechanic because it just makes it... I mean, yes, it's a game and it's meant to be different. However, it's not fun if you do it like that. In my opinion, that's unpopular because people but it's kind of just bad. It's not really like the mechanic of Minecraft. But I'm still in a video game. Who the frick cares if it's not mechanic? That's I have no reason to like it. And I was kind of triggered <laughs> whenever Minecraft came out. I'm like, mm, no, no, we're not gonna do that. We're gonna remove one of the best games. Whatever, probably, but ooh, okay, ooh, but that's one of the things I'm upset about. Um, 
I also don't like how they use textures for how some of the games look. For example, one of the crops looks different than how I'm used to. I just, I don't like it. It's not, I don't find how they use it. Because, well, not fun. It's not In my day, I also used to use, um, I used to use texture packs as well, but, you know, whenever you just want that classic one, classic, you want that big texture pack crap, and I got kind of upset because I used to play with my best friend, I used to play Minecraft all the time. I'm not kidding. That was our jam. We were the best players on, well not the best players on the server, but we were probably the best players in the amount of fun we had. <laughs> because it was an absolute blast of just playing Yeah, but I like the way they use Chinese stuff, and I like how they make it work. I don't. Her opinion's her opinion, but, um, make it break it. I don't like it. <laughs> um, yeah, I just don't like how they use it. I don't like the retextures. I hate the pandas in the, uh, bamboo update, because it makes me want to go get the pandas. Pandas are like a thousand plus blocks away from the spawn, and it absolutely makes me furious because I don't want to waste that much time on trying to find gosh darn pandas when I know you could just use a command to find it. And I don't want to cheat, and then I'll just spend a long time trying to find it, and then I'll go like 9,000 blocks one way, and then it turns out it was a thousand blocks one way thousand blocks the other way, but I just go straight, and it's not straight, you have to go one way and then another, and it's just aggravating, because you don't want to do that sometimes, but um, that's what it is, I like it, except it's not easily accessible, and that's what I don't like, so they need to change about it, and another thing I was upset about was that whenever you created your world in one of the updates, I don't remember, which update it was, but I do remember there was an update where you could customize your world, and it was where you could choose the amount of ores that were at whichever levels you wanted to be in the world, like diamond or iron, you could increase the frequency of it, and so if you're playing with mods, you're most likely going to diamonds, so just to save time, you could increase the amount of diamonds in your world before you create your world, and you don't have to make it ludicrously OP, you could like increase it by, say, the frequency of spawning instead of once 
instead of one try of spawning a third chunk, it can be three. Um, and you can make the spawns in each frequency smaller so that you wouldn't it wouldn't be totally OP but it would be more than usual because you need more for it <laughs> um, and to be honest if you want to spend absolutely hours trying to find diamonds it's an absolute headache I remember back in 1.5 whenever I would spend Now I can't be bothered because I just, I give up. I don't want to waste my time. It's an atrocity. <laughs> that's what it is. <laughs> but that's okay. I'm getting out. And you know what? I'm just going to swim west this time and find my stuff because I can. Um, and because it's been, well, today. came out with another update, and I'm quite triggered by that update as well. I, I don't like it. It's the nether update. It's so that the, um, so, so the nether is a different dimension in the game, and you get there by creating a portal and going through it, and there were four new mobs there, I believe. There were zombie pigmen, pigmen that were half zombies, wither skeletons, skeletons that were black and withered away, um, blazes, they were, what did I describe them as? They're yellow, there's a floating face, with a lot of floating yellow sticks around it on fire. That's like a blaze. <laughs> That's the best way I can describe it. And then there's magma cubes. That's four. Oh, and then there's gas. Gas are like giant blocks of tentacles with a face that flies along shooting fireballs at you. And then a magma cube is like, uh, I don't know how to describe it. <laughs> Imagine a slug, but it jumps and it's on fire and it's black and red. There we go. Um, yeah, <laughs> I guess that's what I'd say. But those were the main mobs in the nether. And now, I'm not 100% sure what all the mobs in the 1.62 update Minecraft mobs, not mods, yes, <laughs> mobs. So let's see. Oh gosh, added I know they added a Ziglin, I think that's what it is. <laughs> Um, I think it's Zoglin. Zoglin? <laughs> Question mark? It's very, very odd. Um, 
Oh, there we go. So there is Hogman's, Higglin's, um, Strider's, Dogman's. I think that's it. So instead of having... Oh, there's like one or two remaining now. Okay, so yeah, those are what the mobs are, I believe. Okay, so I don't like what a um piglin is. It basically res replaces the zombie pig humans, and I like those because they are passive and when you attack them, whereas some of the piglins automatically attack you. If you're not wearing gold, but I just like moving around without having to dress myself in gold. Why can't I do that? Because gold is such a trash armor and it's it's so trashed out <laughs> Hector and it sticks his life and his family. Which is so terrible as an armor choice. So I just really don't know how to feel really about that. Other than that, I'm basically fine with them. Wait, wait, wait. Um, and then hogwins? I don't like those either. I'm not sure if you need to wear gold to get those things not to attack you, but I know I don't like them. They're like pigs, but <laughs> I don't I've heard of people trying to go to the nether first and then um, win the game from there but your only source of food is hogwins because they're the pig of the nether basically if you kill it it drops um, raw pork chops which that doesn't make sense they should have created And then they should have made the zoglins raw zombie hoglins that had the meat or rotten hoglins or whatever. But whatever. That's beside the point. I don't like them. I just don't. They shouldn't attack you. I don't like them. I just think that that made the nether absolutely worse. And makes me not want to go there whatsoever. I remember when I first started playing Minecraft. I was so petrified of the nether. Just imagine being a new person in Minecraft and then starting in the nether with this god-awful update. Alright, good lord. And the only good thing out of this update, there's two good things. There are striders, and then there are different biomes in the nether. I love the fact that there are different biomes in the nether and that they introduced two new ones. Especially a blue one. I 
not that so hard. So many different things. Adds to the wide variety of things. So clothing. If you can't notice, I quite like to bring with me different types of things. My favorite. You know how there are astrological signs? <laughs> Another example of that would be what type of wood is your favorite for a long time, mine was spruce, and then they had an update for dark oak wood and acacia, and so I chose dark oak wood as my favorite because I loved how that the, how the doors looked because it looked like it had a very symmetric door, uh, whereas the other woods were just very makeshift and tacky. Then they had updates. <laughs> then they had this update where they added blue wood? A blue wood. I'm not even kidding. They add in blue. It's like they just they they, they know me. They know me. Because that's my absolute favorite. And I don't think I've seen the door or the blue ones yet. No, I don't think I don't. <gasps> yes, I love the blue door. I mean, the red's nice and all, but god dang it, blue and red, I love it so much. It's just my favorite. And then, don't they have this other weird one that I want? It's like, what's it? I don't know what it's called. It's a volcano with nether, um, and there's no lava since the house is basically, I mean, since the bottom of it is basically lava. Then don't they have strongholds or zoglins? Not zoglins, but the green ones. They have a few more. But two favorite things, different biomes and striders. Because the striders can go through water without any problem because they drown in water and dying all the time. That's fun. This kind of but you know, today's a big day in my district. <laughs> they have changed really the nether since it came up. Think about it. But before I end this, I want to learn what the 1.7 kickback is because I learned about it and I'm just going to think of it while being on this um, podcast. So. I'm going to look at the 1.7 update and I will tell you the source that I'm using. Okay, so let's see here. I'm going to the Minecraft website and it is the article written by Tom Stone. Everything we announced at Minecon 2019. So there's the... <laughs> um, Dungeons, Minecraft Festival? What is this? Oh, for actual festival. Odd, alright, whatever. Minecraft Builders and Buy-In. Oh, a board game. Interesting. Didn't know that. Honey Box and Bees. Heard of that. Creator Tools. Uh, Nope. Nope. 
realms of wealth that got Another update, yeah. Soul Sand Valley, that's one of the fine ones. Another block. Oh, I don't see anything. Hold on, let me do the fine. Fine. So, you know, we're going to go to Reddit, <laughs> because why not? So let's see, this is posted by DivuXD, <laughs> don't take this into any credit, um, okay, so 1.16 to 1.17 updates in the year, so when we look at 1.8 and 1.13, they mainly focus on potions. Between those two versions, there were five added. 1.9 was a big update. 1.10 was small. 1.4 was kind of big. 1.5, small. 1.8, then 1.9 and 1.13 are what they update that changes the world. 1.7, new world and color update. 1.12, so cave updates have a world in it. That would be <laughs> So their theory is that there will be a cave update in 1.17. That's an interesting update. Very interesting theory. And then there's been one other theory that I saw on the fandom. Which I do not know who this is. Okay, so this was the adventurers update theory going on. It's adds adventure themed content to Minecraft's main exploration to make it more rewarding. So they think that temperature will come on to the um, come into Minecraft where you have to be warm or you know not freezing all the time. They think a skeleton board will come in to the Minecraft and be a hostile mob that charges towards the player and must be recharged. And it could be encountered by the skull player. I have no idea where this is coming from, so don't quote me, okay? Um, then the Wadget is the Copa-like hostile And they think color design will be there. And then they show a picture of the skull temple, a slime cave, colored slime blocks, magma green blocks, slime, basically. And then the item they think there is fuel um, for vehicles, a bomber jacket, so that um, it's for Revolver, a chain, which chains were added in 1.17. A bullwhip, which you know, like a fishing rod. Um, an engine for transportation. Yeah, interesting. 
biplane, um, which is like an elytra. doubt it is gonna happen. Just saying. Um, I don't know. I doubt this is gonna be um, gonna be a real thing because it will be announced at my <sighs> But um <laughs> Oh, yeah, they said it's fan-made, so, you know, if that were to happen, I wouldn't want this. I wouldn't want this version of this biplane for children. <laughs> it's just strangely annoying. I don't know, but, so, apparently this is not going to happen, so, but, you know, it could be a thing that happens. But anyway, um, I just really like that idea. <laughs> but it could happen, so anything's possible. But anyway, but anyway, anyway, I think that's about it for this podcast. I am sorry for interrupting you. This podcast has taken less great. <laughs> I'm getting back in the swing of things, guys, so don't worry about that. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed spending your time with me, because I spent my, I enjoyed spending my free time with you, and I hope you find it cool. Bye-bye.